Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. Here this week with Art McPherson, I'm Jennifer Perry. Check us out online. You can connect with us there anytime. If you have some questions you'd like to address here on the podcast, drop us that email at artofmoneyradio.com. Again, that website is artofmoneyradio.com. I hope that we can maintain our friendships through Tuesday and just uh, try to hang on through all of this. But honestly, I cannot wait to wake up on Wednesday morning and hear Bill Mick's take on everything that's happened. So I'm actually kind of looking forward to that, however this shakes out. Bill Mick does a good job, doesn't he? Yes, he does. And uh, always entertaining and always love getting his perspective during the week. But uh, our perspective here on the weekends, Art, deals with how this will affect us financially. And in their last debate, if you're wondering, you know, what happens to this market? Well, of course, President Trump and Joe Biden had their own takes on how this would play out. If he's elected, the stock market will crash. Okay, let's move on to the next question very quickly. Look, the idea that the stock market is booming is his only measure of what's happening. Where I come from in Scranton and Claymont, the people don't live off of the stock market. Just in the, uh, just in the last three, uh, three years during this crisis, the, the billionaires in this country made, according to the Wall Street, $700 billion more dollars. So Biden would have you believe that only the wealthy have benefited over these last few years. But you work with average retirement savers, Art. Would you say that uh, most of us have done pretty well during this uh, nice bull market run? Yes, we have. And the data supports it. You know, Mm -hmm. the one thing that you can look at is, you know, before COVID and even after COVID, the V recovery is really here, which is amazing. Uh, the amount of the economy bouncing back has been a little bit of a shock to me. I would have not predicted that it would be that quickly. Mm-hmm. But when we started the year, we were at three and a half percent unemployment across the board. We were breaking wow. records, you know, the lowest unemployment in history for Hispanics, for blacks, for, um, any racial segment you wanted to look at. We were at all time lows. When I first came in the industry, they always told me, unemployment will hit five it'll stay there because that basically is full employment everybody Mm -hmm. that wants to be working is working right well trump broke that record you know we actually had gone lower numbers now he says you know we have the best economy that we've ever had blah 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 well in a lot of metrics and measurements you can say yes that's true one of the things that he was not able to do that bill clinton was able to do if you want to look at a republican versus a conservative bill clinton had higher gdp growth you know during that time frame than uh, trump has been able to do but mm-hmm. trump has started to do a lot of the things he said he's brought back manufacturing he's brought back a lot of those jobs he really really was doing a great job then we had covid you know covid yeah. kind of wiped that out but they've been getting it coming back here recently and it's been amazing. It's It's been a really great economy. So it's not just the wealthy and everybody was doing well. And the wages, if you look at one of the big factors that hits rural America, real America, you know, mom and pop shops, everybody across the board is wage growth. You know, mm-hmm. where did you see that? Well, we saw it across the board and the average wage went up substantially the last three and a half years and also had the average net worth, you know, of people over the last three and a half years. So Yes, he's right. COVID has been a real boon to companies like Amazon. True, yeah. And, and companies like and that. And for because, good reason. We need their services right now. So. Right, and yeah. nobody was shopping at a mall or yeah. nobody was going to a store. So what'd you do? You ordered on Amazon. So uh, when you could do direct ordering, direct mail and things like that, they were able to really benefit from that. But that's just because of the dynamics of what has happened through COVID. So mm-hmm. it's not a policy thing that caused that or something that Trump did on purpose that was been fitting the wealthy. For sure. And uh, I think that's the thing, Art. A lot of us have done well. Our portfolios have done well. Our 401ks have done well over these last several years. 
And now I think that makes us a little bit nervous heading into Tuesday because a lot of people are wondering what happens to the market from here. So do you think we're going to see some more volatility depending on what happens Tuesday? I think we will probably see some volatility through the process unless somebody wins big. Uh, That's always possible. Mm -hmm. You know, the pollsters can get it wrong or they can get it right. And let's just say, you know, Biden won it big or Trump won it big. If it's a big win by either one of the guys, it should be easy because we'll know by the end of the night, you know, so it'll have the least amount of impact. What I'm kind of worried about and kind of what we've been wondering if this would happen, you get states like Florida that always are close. You get states like North Carolina that are typically close, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania. If you have a night where six, seven, eight states like that have not been able to call, you know, and then all of a sudden we go into this dragged out, nobody concedes, everybody's got their attorneys looking at everything, and it kind of becomes a George Bush, Al Gore, too. You know, version. And how long does that take? I think that could be a little bit create some volatility there. So we've we've kind of positioned some things that we can move quickly if we need to, if things get really crazy. Um, But we'll see. Yeah, Uh, it's hard to tell. It's hard to know. And you had said earlier you wanted to bet. I don't know if I want to bet or not. (laughs) I know. What do we even bet? Yeah, I have no idea. And uh, (laughs) that's the thing. The future of our country is on the line, too. So I feel a little uncomfortable betting on that. And I do think this is kind of a crucial election for a lot of us who've maybe, you know, seen some growth in our own portfolios, our own personal economy over these last several years. Now, we're obviously also watching what happens with Congress and uh, that blue wave that all the analysts talk about coming on Tuesday. We'll see if that materializes here, Art. But Luke brought something interesting to our attention last week here uh, off the air. He uh, shared this Facebook post with me that was making the rounds before the election, questioning how such a large percentage of the members of Congress end up as millionaires. That number's around 48% according to PolitiFact, while the percentage among average Americans is somewhere between 5 and 12%. So we could probably speculate all day long about how politicians add to their own pockets. But mm-hmm. what about average retirement savers? I mean, the people that you work with, how have you seen someone get to that million-dollar nest egg, multi-million-dollar nest eggs or more? It really actually just takes hard work, doesn't it? It does. And it's usually little bits at a time. You know, it's Mm -hmm. every paycheck that comes out of your pocket. You're putting that percentages aside so you can see long term growth over that. It took 20, 25, 30, sometimes 35 years for the average person to make their first million dollars in their 401k. It does not happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And when you first start saving, it kind of seems like nothing's happening because even if you make 10 percent on five hundred dollars, it's not that much money. Yeah. You know, so the five goes to five fifty, you're like, woohoo. But that's actually a really good return on your money. But mm-hmm. you'd think, oh, well, that's not that big of a deal. So a lot of times people kind of quit. You know, they start saving money and life happens and they've got to buy something for the kids or they've got to put somebody through college and then they kind of just stop. You know, they'll start, they'll stop, they'll start their stop and they don't stay consistent. The people that have the money at retirement are the ones that it didn't matter what was happening in life. They always put that money aside first and then they adjusted the other things. You know, if they had to come up with three or $400 instead of taking it out of their paycheck that was normally going to their 401k, they basically sold a car, you know, and then they went from two cars to one car for a while and mm-hmm. they just made some sacrifices like that, but they did not sacrifice that long-term savings. Those are the people that have the money when they need it at retirement because yeah. it, it's that consistency over time. And when you're making eight, nine, 10% over a 30, 35 year time, you better believe it makes a huge difference.
For sure. And uh, those are the people that I know you love talking to, Art, because after you put in all that hard work, again, it didn't come easy. It came with years, decades, really, of hard work and hard savings habits. And, you know, that's the thing you, I think, take the most pride in is helping people like that protect what they've worked so hard for from some of those uh, greedy politicians that we're electing (laughs) into office. Yeah, because it does really make you wonder. And boy, when you see 48% of them are millionaires and almost everybody that walked in that door were not. Mm -hmm. It makes you question some things. Uh Yeah. So it seems like one of the things that Trump ran on the first time that got him elected was drain the swamp. Yeah. It seems like we got a lot of swamp creatures. Yes. And I don't care <laughs> what side of the out. aisle yep. yeah, they're on. Uh, you can go down the list and that 48% wasn't one party. You know, that was both parties are like that. So yeah. got a lot of fraud, a lot of waste. Um, I was talking with one of my local representatives for a local city, uh, works at uh, down in one of our local communities here in Brevard. And I was asking him, I said, so for every dollar the government collects when you guys do a project, and we were talking about roads at the time, I said, for every dollar you bring in, what actually hits the street? And he said, well, if we get $3 million project hits the door, Art, he said about a million dollars will hit the street. Wow. So that means two million of that three just went to whatever. Yeah. It didn't go to the community. <laughs> it didn't go to the road. It went to cost, you know, uh-huh. went to internal cost, things like that. And I think that's where that skimming takes place. Uh-huh. And we have some of those people getting a little bit in their pocket here and there. Yep. I can't tell you exactly how that happens, but it right. sure seems like it, doesn't it? Yep. When you see 48% millionaires in, in our Congress and Senate and there's only 1% of our public, that's a little bit different. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 